Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the podcast, man. This is episode 189. Uh, man, oh, almost at 190, dude. That's crazy. I Can I start an episode without being like, the number is high. The number of episodes we have is pretty high. Uh, never. It's always going to be that. Um, man, I, uh, my, sorry, my fan is always something, you know, I remembered my light, but now my fan is, uh, going beast mode and I'm not a fan of it. Hey, there you go. I'm not a fan of my fan going beast mode. Okay. I want it to go normal mode. Um, hope y'all are doing all right. Hope you guys are having a good time. Uh, we got a lot of shit stuff to talk about this week. Um, first off, check out tour i'm coming on tour all right i leave pretty soon in like three weeks all right the 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 tour starts early june starting in florida uh heading over to georgia it's like a florida georgia line you know it's um life is uh it's kind of a highway uh when you you really boil it down do they sing that that's the rascal flats isn't it Hmm. that's fucking embarrassing on my part hold on what does florida georgia line sing Florida, Georgia line. Sorry, stand by. <laughs> I'll figure this out. Um, oh, cruise. Baby, you saw you made me want to roll my window down and groove. You know? Baby, you saw you make me want to go to Curtis Connors tour and laugh. You know what I mean, dude? So come to my tour, curtiscar.com, get your tickets, okay? Uh, it should be fun. It should be a good time. Um, also, you can check out the Patreon. Uh, as soon as you, you know, subscribe to the Patreon, you support the pod, you you immediately unlock like 20 bonus episodes. It's like 20 fucking, that's like 20 hours of shit. So uh, if you want to support the pod, that's the best way to do it. And we do bonus episodes every other week. So uh, uh, they're a lot of fun. Last week we looked at a, uh, uh, like a this Twitter influencer that was like really into like herbal health. It was really funny. Um, so yeah, if you want, it's all good. Uh, I just uploaded a video that I've wanted to make for a while. It's about Fushigi contact juggling. I got to bring it here, dude. I got to bring the Fushigi here and display it on the um, on the shelf. But dude, I got to tell you this. The Fushigi shit fucking stressed me out, bro. Uh, so if you don't know, Fushigi is like a contact juggling ball. It's a little like silver glass ball, sort of. Uh, and I didn't really know. I didn't. It tell, you're supposed to read everything to be like, this is how you store your Fushigi. But I was like, it's a fucking ball. What's the worst that could happen? But then I fucking found out that uh, Fushigi, they say that because it's like a magnifying glass. And like Fushigis have been known to start house fires. Um and I have like an irrational fear of everything I own just catching fire all the time. Let me know if anyone else has that because that would make me feel great. Um, so I'm extra careful with everything I do with like, you know, turning off lights that are close to stuff, you know, um, unplugging shit when they don't have to be plugged in. I'm always like triple checking the stove when I leave my house and shit. Like I am, I'm so fucking scared of that. And then when I found that out, I was out of town. I was at my friend's wedding. Um, shout out Jill and Trevor. Shout out them. They got married. It was great. It was a lot of fun. Um, 
but yeah, and so I was like, I was I was gone for like a day and a half. So the whole time I was there, I was like, fuck, man, my house is gonna catch on fire because of my fucking fushigi. Um, but it didn't because I properly stored it in a little ball sack, so it's all good. But still, that whole time I was like, maybe I didn't. I remember putting it in the ball sack and putting it in my drawer, but maybe I didn't. Maybe that's a thing I made up. Maybe the real thing I did is I took it out of the ball sack and I placed it right on my window ledge that gets the most sun, and I put a, a bunch of uh, kindling around it, uh, small twigs and dry grass, you know. Maybe that's what I did, uh, but I didn't, so thank God. Um, but while we're on the topic of... Uh, while we're on the topic of uh, Jill... My friend Jillian and Trevor's wedding. Um, it was at a really nice venue where it was like right by where I used to live. Um, in Hamilton, Ontario. And bro, I was like, the hotel we were at, like we all stayed at for the hotel. I mean, for the wedding. The hotel we stayed at for oh, the hotel. Um, no, for the wedding. We... Um, it was like five minutes away from my old house, like my where I used to live. And I was like, I was out getting like, I was running some errands before I was getting coffees and like stuff at the LCBO, um, which is the liquor control board of Ontario. This is a, that's the liquor store in Ontario. If you guys don't know, it's the LCBO is like the only place you can really get uh, liquor. And oh, someone's at my uh, front door. Could it be the person that I'm waiting for? Or no, of course not. Um, it's my dad. He's never coming back. Uh, <laughs> it's all good. I'm just joking. Um, what was I saying? What was I saying, mate? Oh yeah. So I was like, uh, I was like, sure. I'll just, I'll just rip around there. I'll just drive five minutes on the way back just to look at my old house. Um, and I did. And I, well, one, I will say I have two houses I don't have them, but I I lived in like two houses that were very close to each other. I lived on one. Uh, I'm not gonna fucking tell the address, but it's, it's not important. I and then we moved like kind of just down the street a little. So I went to see my first house, the house that we moved to, and it was exactly the same. And I was like, "That's cool. That wow, all the memories, man. <laughs> you know, all the the church that I used to skateboard at was like." you know, in the parking lot where I would learn how to do tricks was still there. And it was like, you know, kind of like a cool little walk down memory lane. The playground there was, you know, where I smoked weed was there. Um, <laughs> so that's good. Uh, but then I went to my other house. I drove by it. Uh, like, and it, and it was like completely different. And it was like, it was such a trip, man. Like I was like, I don't know. I I don't know how to describe it, but I felt like I was like, like it stung a bit, you know, like it kind of like hurt my feelings seeing the person, whoever the family, whoever lives there now, and it's like just, you know, it was sort of like a selfish thing, right? Where it's like, well, I, that's mine, you know. I know that we don't own that house anymore, and I moved away like ten, fifteen years ago. Like, yeah, fifteen years, like. <laughs> That's when I moved out of that house, but it's still like, how? What are you doing there? And why did you change it? Right? It was so weird, and that shit this doesn't usually like bother me or like make me feel weird. But I, I drove by and I was like, what the hell? Is that even the right house? It was fucking weird, man. And then I like pulled around. I did like a loop de loop, and I put like a, 
I mean, a three-point turn. I didn't do a loop-de-loop like on a fucking roller coaster. That's not how I turn around in my car. I don't do a fucking... I don't drive a Jetsons car. I can just go... You know? I got some goofy cartoon sound or something. Uh, I did a three-point turn, which I'm really good at. Uh, And then I, like, quickly stopped across the street from the house... I like parked and I was like pretending to look on my phone that I was lost or something. I was like, where, where am I? This is, this is the right street. Is this where the, the concert is? <laughs> like some suburb. And then I like quickly like took pictures of the house to show my family. And then I drove off. So hopefully, hopefully they didn't see that, but I don't think they did. Um, but yeah, I was telling Shun about that and he was like, yeah, that it's kind of like the memories that, you have at a, at a at a certain place in a house they're they're yours right and you have so many attached to it and you think that once you leave that house then like that house just doesn't exist anymore right in your brain that's what it feels like because it was yours uh i don't know it's weird there's like a, a weird like i don't know I, like a connection i guess to like a fucking building it's weird a bunch of wood that i would just fall asleep in a bunch of wood and like shingles and like brick that i would just fall asleep in every night and now i have an emotional connection to it it's very weird um yeah i drove by my like high school and my uh elementary school man it's so fucking weird man it's weird like being 28 and then driving past places that you like grew up and like became a person and then you're like uh remembering it and like re uh um analyzing everything it's so strange man uh but my house looked fucking way better before so if you if you're and you know what house it is so if you live there switch it back all right turn it back re hit the rewind button you fucking bastard I should have knocked on the door, dude. I should have like I should have knocked on the door like chest up, right? Alpha style sigma style. I'm like, "Hey, why would you do that? Why would you change the house? Why would you change me house? Why would you change it? It's all blue and gray now. It used to be like brown and blue or, or something or brown, I don't remember. It was like brown, it was like nice. And now it's all like modern and shit. Fuck you. And then I and, and then I would have sh- and and then I would have rang the doorbell and then ran away. That's alpha shit. Playing, you know, playing a ding dong ditch while they're at the door. You knock on the door, they open it. They go, "Can I help you?" And you go, "Ding dong," and then you run away. That's sigma shit right there, dude. Also, I in Canada we called it uh, Nikki Nikki Nine Doors. Is that a thing that America's America says, or is it just a Canadian thing? We said Nikki Nikki Nine Doors, uh, but it didn't really make sense because we'd only ever do like one or two houses. And thinking back, like it was a small street; everyone knew who was ringing the doorbell then running away. Kids are fucking stupid, man. Uh, but so are adults, which it brings us to the first story kind of uh we got a lot of stuff to cover today a lot of grade a 
memes, man. A lot of uh, topical shit to to talk about. It is so, we got a we got a banger of a week. Um, I don't think I need to. Uh, I'll just fucking record. Okay, so y'all know Eminem, right? Marshall Mathers, you know, he's um he's sort of like a rapper, and you know. I just drank a I uh I just I just drank a fifth of vodka during the drive. You know, hit songs like My Salsa, you know. Um <laughs> What was up with that? Yo, that was fucked up. Did he ever have a song called My Salsa? Because at the end of my band You know, at the end of Let me look that up. Did he have a fucking thing? Uh, no, it's not. Okay, the end of the... You know the song? These chicks don't even know the name of my band. But they're all on me like they want to hold hands. You know, D12, my band. At the end of the song, he has this fucking thing. It's like, watch out for my next single. It's called My Salsa. My Salsa. It's like low-key kind of racist, but like... um. I remember, like, coming to school the next day after that song dropped, and everyone was like, yo, I can't wait for my salsa. And it never came out, man. The fuck is up with that, Marshall? Marshall Mathers? I I hardly know her. You know what I mean? Uh, but Marshall Mathers, he's not, I feel like everyone was like, Eminem's always in everyone's, like, top five rappers, but, like, not he's not for me, you know? Obviously, they, they're talking about his, like, early stuff, because his new stuff is, like, Put on a black hat. It's a snapback. Took a pic on Snapchat. And my ass fat. <laughs> Eminem's always rapping about his fucking cake, man. And that's what really matters. His his huge badonkadonk. Um, but he's kind of corny now, you know? It's like the shit he's doing now, it's like, I don't know. But he tweet, dude, we got to look at this tweet, man, because it's a fucking Hall of Famer. Literally for the tweet, but like it's in the Twitter Hall of Fame, but the tweet is about a Hall of Fame. So it's Marshall Mathers. M at Eminem. And he tweets, period, at Minions. You know, Minions from fucking Despicable Me and the Minions movie. Um, and Minions, The Rise of Gru, that's in theaters on July 1st, 2022. I don't know on that off by heart. It's on the side here. Um, at Minions Got My Back, shout out to Gru and them, ellipses, and the picture, and if you're listening to the audio version only, I you stop right now and go to YouTube and watch this so you know what I'm talking about. But it's a picture. It's a drawing of Marshall Mathers wearing his fucking hat. And he's got his arms crossed. And there's hundreds of minions behind him. And it says, The minions congratulate Eminem. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 2022. And... I don't, I don't even know where to fucking begin. Because, <laughs> like, I was under the impression that the Ninja tweet was... The best one. They're like, 
way above the pack in terms of like hilarious tweets that aren't aren't really meant to be funny. I don't think, right? You know the tweet where it's like, um, uh, why am I fucking fucking forgetting the ninja one? I'm a fraud. Um. Oh yeah, so I was in the middle of carrying a League of Legends game, about to close it out. When my brawless wife brings me a sandwich not asked for with chips as I get a double kill bot lane. So how's your day going? That's the ninja tweet. I thought that was the funniest thing ever. And I'll, it took me a bit, but I remember it. But this is up there, man. This, I think this might be number two. Shout out to Gru and them. <laughs> not real. Uh, not real, not real guy. Not a real guy. He's not going to see it, Marshall. Also, like, what? Yeah, okay. Is Eminem in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Is that true? Is Eminem in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Eminem. Eminem headed to Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, leading 22 class of... What? Wait, why? He's a ra- he's a rapper, right? Maybe I'm confused with what the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is. Maybe it's just all-encompassing for music, right? Because when I actually I went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and they had like Michael Jackson and stuff there. Maybe maybe because like Lose Yourself starts with a guitar thing. It's like so they heard that and they're like, "That's rock and roll, dude! Fucking rock and roll! That's rock and roll of you to have a a fucking guitar in your song. That's so rock and roll." Uh, like this is fan art, right? Yeah, it's got like the artist name on the bottom right. You got a bunch of minions. Are they wearing? Are they in a? Oh, I thought they were wearing pig. I thought they're all in pigtails. Okay, and then there's one with a green. There's one green M and M back there, like the the. Not looking as hot as she usually does. I'll say that. I don't want to. You know. I don't think a green M M&M and M or any M M&M and M or any uh, you know woman should be, uh, you know, just dolled up all the time like the green M M&M. and M. But I'm just saying, like you're you're in a picture with all with M M&M. and M, you know, wouldn't you want to like look your best? You know what I mean? And she's and and green M and M's not real. Sorry to burst your bubble, but she's not. So I'm allowed to say that. But it's funny. One of the minions is eating. Uh, a plate of spaghetti, which I assume is his mom's spaghetti. Um, also, I feel bad for Eminem's mom. She probably can't have spaghetti anymore, ever, you know? She's probably banned from Italy. Her, like, a self, like, they didn't ban her. She banned herself. She's like, I can't go there. I don't want any sort of, even accidentally, I, can't, I don't want to show up there. I want my name to be, and my picture to be, up everywhere be like do not let this woman in the country because she is annoying when she eats spaghetti because people are always like hey give the gonna give that to your son you can get to your son so he pukes it up an eight mile you know what i mean um eight 
uh, he he really put the eight in eight mile. You know what I mean? Okay, so that's and it's like not even like I I'm st- I'm trying to wrap my head around this. Like, did he tweet this out? There's no there's no shot, right? Like, I feel like an intern, like an M M&M and M intern or someone who works at the label is like. I found this crazy artwork, and I, I'm just going to tweet that from Eminem's account, you know? It's like I make an orange rhyme with banana. Banana. That's a line. That's a that's an Eminem line, man. So he's he's corny. Um, I'm coming for all the white rappers, dude. I, I fuck it. I make fun of MGK. I make fun of Eminem. I don't care. Anyone in that feud, those two guys, I'll make fun of them. So he tweeted this on May seventh so let's see if if the minions account actually tweeted this fuck off yo they they didn't they retweeted him so okay so what the fuck so marshall mathers eminem slim shady tweeted a picture of a fan art of the minions supposedly we're not this isn't even confirmed that the minions congratulate them that congratulated Eminem but a fan art of the of of a hypothetical minions congratulating Eminem for being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2022 even though he's a rapper and then minions got my back shout out to Gru and them and also the green M&M, one, one M&M, and then tweets it out. And then Minions go, okay, I guess so. It's fucking M&M. Let's hit him with the retweet. Ba-boom. Also, how M&M is it to have a, an NFT board ape as your fucking profile picture? You know what I mean? And also to have a board ape that like Loki looks like, like wears the same type of hat. And then is okay, like <laughs> it's that tweet, and then the tweet after it a week later. Yo, Doctor Dre, this Kendrick album is fucking ridiculous. I'm speechless. Text him, text him that. Why aren't you saying that to Kendrick? Any. Censored himself. Is F asterisk 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 ridiculous? I'm speechless. What word is that? This Kendrick album is f- uh, f- um fungible because <laughs> he, uh, you know, he likes NFTs. It's fungibly ridiculous. That's like an NFT cereal. You know, uh, uh, Bored Ape. um, If they had like a Bored Ape cereal, um, you know, and then the the mascot would be like a Bored, it would be a Bored Ape, and he'd be like, uh, they're fungibly delicious, you know? That'd be awesome. I feel like there should be an NFT cereal. Um, and and by what I mean by that is an NFT serial killer, 
as someone who goes around and kills all the NFTs. Uh, so yeah, man, what the fuck, Eminem? Number one, what the fuck on my salsa, and a number two, what the fuck on this tweet? Because that's crazy. This is how it actually. This is funny. Never mind. This is really funny of him, and I like it. This is the only way he's acknowledging the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What if he doesn't even show up to the inauguration? They're just like, um, Eminem's not here, but uh, the minions are to accept on his behalf. And then they walk up and like, and yeah, and the minions walk up. And they're like, but whoa, you know, banana. They say that right. Bitch, I can write, make an orange rhyme with banana. And then the and it goes to the minion. And he's like banana. Okay, so that's crazy. So we got there. We go. We got a number two. I'm. We got to get a list going of funniest tweets that like weren't meant to be funny but are hilarious uh so number one is ninja that's gonna be tough to beat and then number two is marshall mathers so uh if you have any other ones send them our way and we'll make a a huge list we'll make a master list and we'll publish it uh in a journal peer-reviewed excuse me have a peer review that one have a peer review that fucking burp. How about you know what I mean? Uh, let's change the subject. All right, so yo, we got to talk about this shit now. Um. I hate being, like, the celebrity gossip shit, but, like, this is so nuts, man. Um, And I'm glad. I was going to record. This is Tuesday currently. I was going to record last night, but I didn't because I was hungover, uh, and I didn't feel like recording. Um, And that happens every time. I swear to God, I seem like an alcoholic on this podcast because I, whenever for whatever reason... If I'm ever going out, it's on a Sunday, and I record on Mondays. And I don't know why I do that to myself, but it's just the way that things happen. Um, whenever I'm doing, you know, when I'm just out, you know, I, I'm just hung over the next day. And it's not, I'm only, I don't drink that much, okay? Um, but I was hung over, so I just like, fuck it, I'll do it Tuesday, Um so I'm glad I waited because we got this new new fucking story that's popping off today that I wouldn't have got the chance to talk about yesterday. And it is uh, involving the Billboard Music Awards and Cara Delevingne. Uh, pretty fucking crazy shit. Like, I I mean, I'm, I'm pretty, like, impartial. Like, I don't care that much about Cara Delevingne. I don't care. I don't care about Delevingne that much, okay? Um, so, but like, this is fucking so cringe. Like, it's like legitimately cringe and maybe I don't know the whole story. You know, I'm just an outsider. I don't fucking know everything, but like the way people are writing about this and like low key, like it's, it's kind of fucked up. Not like the way Cara Delevingne is fucked up what she's doing. Um, 
Okay, so this is on BuzzFeed News, so, I mean, kind of lame that I'm reading it off of there, but... Uh, Cardell Levine has been accused of fetishizing black women after footage of her licking Azalea Banks resurfaced following her bizarre treatment of Megan Thee Stallion at uh, Bill, uh, the uh, Billboard Music Awards. I was going to say the Blackberry Music Awards because uh, I see BBM and I think Blackberry Messenger. So I'm sorry. I'm fucking 28 years old, and that's going to happen, man. Um... Maybe Cara Levine harassing and touching black women without consent isn't funny, actually. Yeah, like, true, you know? Let me zoom in, because I'm 28. I need to see. Okay. It's fair to say that Cara Levine managed to completely steal the show at Sunday night's Billboard Music Awards, despite the fact she isn't best known for being a musician, let alone a nominee. Yeah, why was she even there? Two fucking burning questions. Why is Eminem in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? And... Why is Cara Delevingne at the Billboard Music Awards? You know? Those are two fucking questions that, I, that we'll never have the answer to. You know, what happens when we die? Um, who killed JFK, right? The big questions in life. Why is Marshall Mathers in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Why, why is Cara Delevingne at the Blackberry Music Awards? You know? Uh, but Cara's erratic behavior on both the red carpet and during the actual ceremony arguably overshadowed the actual winners from the evening, with many of her escapades going viral on social media. Uh, her antics began on the red carpet before the show when she was spotted peering around a corner to watch Megan Thee Stallion as she posed for the waiting photographers. And, like, um, yeah, okay, let's watch that. So yeah, she's just like peering around the corner. And like, listen, I don't know how I may... Uh, sorry, my fucking camera. I'll be... Hold on. What I was saying was... Um, I, you know, I may be a... You know, a, a chart-topping, uh, you know, country artist and a magician and... Um, podcaster youtuber comedian extraordinaire or whatever uh but like i've never been on a red carpet like a legit one um like a like a red carpet you know like an actual thing out of a real place uh so i don't know what it's like i don't know the etiquette i don't know if it's like you have to like watch and wait your turn to be yelled at by all the photographers that are like look all the way right look over at me now you know i don't know what it's like so that's not that weird, I guess, but it gets weirder. Uh, with her eyes transfixed on Megan, Carr was shouting inaudibly and sticking her tongue out before she eventually ran onto the carpet and grabbed the train of Megan's custom uh, muggler, mugler, uh, mugler, mugler, like Ferris Bueller in the movie. I don't know how. I don't know how to fucking say that. The dress. Moogler, I, I hardly know, know her. Uh, dressed to give the photo some added movement. Uh, Carr repeatedly tossed the train in the air for the cameras, and although Megan laughed politely at first, people have argued that glimmers of irritation appeared to cross her face as Carr crashed her red carpet moment. Uh, before I watch that, I will say I don't like... I don't want to, like, speculate on, like, two people's uh, relationship or how it works, and, like, I hate when people are, like, you could tell that this celebrity was like 
pissed off. You like you can like I know, and you're like fucking no, you don't. You know what I mean? You don't know them. You weren't there. You don't know shit. Okay, so I don't want to do that, but I'm gonna do that. <laughs> it's fine if you just say that you're not doing it right off top, but but then if you do it, it means you're not. You know, I'm a I'm aware. I'm self aware of being a your shithead. Uh, so let's watch that video. Yeah, like, are they homies? Okay, keeps doing it. Uh, how many how many times does she do that? Okay, so she does it. Does it one? Okay, one time. One. Two. Okay, so only three times. It seemed like so much more because that goes on for so long. I don't know if they're homies. I don't know if they're like buddies. But like, she's clearly like, is that the whole point? Like if you're at a red carpet, you want like, you're taking pictures. Like wouldn't you want like people just like fuck off? Because you're like, yo, I want pictures of me, man. Get fucking Cara Delevingne out of here, man. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> Even if she's being nice, like, throwing the thing up, you're in the way. Like, there's no way she's not going to be in the picture. It's not like she's throwing up the thing and then running off. Like, she's throwing up and being like, I'm here, I'm Cara. I'm Cara Delevingne. Um, but things got worse, apparently. Things got only got stranger during the show with Cara seated next to Megan and behind Doja Cat. At one point... Megan and Doja were having a conversation when Kara interrupted by popping up between them and telling Doja, babe, I fucking love you so much. Because she's British, I think. Um, okay, let's, let's play that. What the hell? Yo, that's so annoying, uh, so annoying, dude. Like, I again, I don't want to, like, insert myself into shit that I don't know anything about, but, like, they're having a conversation. What is she saying? The thing is, she was like, that was the, son- that was the flattest speech I ever gave or something. Two people having a conversation. And then she's trying to, and then she comes in being like, babe, I fucking love you. Dude. That's like so annoying, man. And of course, they're two like professional people, like Doja, Kat, and, and, and Megan the Stallion. They're two professional artists. So they're like, thanks. Like they're being very nice, right? But yo, I, that'd be. That's like my least favorite thing is when I'm talking to someone and then someone else is like, hey, you know, hey, I have this thing to tell you. It's like, okay, even if you're telling me that I won the lottery, you're still super rude. Like, shut up. Wait for a lull. And what was that even? What was that even a thing? Oh, babe, I fucking love you so much. I do. 
It's like, okay. And when Megan won the award for rap female artist, isn't it female rap? I don't know. Kara could not hide her excitement as she leaned into Megan and stuck her tongue out while pulling a face. Weird. And then grabbing onto her dress when she walks up. Uh, yeah, just like, I guess she was just being extra as hell. Um, but th- Dude, we got to show this one. Okay, yeah, this one. Sorry, sorry. Okay. One was filmed earlier this month when Kara was spotted seemingly leaning in to kiss Megan at a Met Gala after party. In the short video, which gained traction after it was shared by gossip Instagram account Dumois, Megan reacted by putting her hands on Kara's shoulders and gently pushing her away. Is this the full video right here? Don't show me the fucking whole subreddit. I just want to see the video. Okay, you can kind of see it. Okay, just like pushing her off. Um, so yeah, everyone was like freaking out. Twitter was going fucking crazy over this shit, man. Um, but I want to I want to watch that fucking uh, Azalea Banks video, dude. This shit is fucking crazy. This is my least favorite video of all time. Like it's so cringe. Stop bringing me to the. Fucking pay. I just want to watch the video. Okay. Okay, here we go. So, Azalea Banks is about to, like, sing the song. Like, her song that's, like, the most fucking popular one. It's like... You know? And this is what Cara Delevingne does. Uh, dude, put the mic down, obviously. Yo, steals the mic from the artist who's about to sing their song. Yo, I fucking can't believe that. Sorry, the attention's not on you, babes. Sorry. Sit down. You know what I mean? Even, uh, dude, Azilia Banks, she's like, what the fuck is she doing? Everyone's being way too nice to her. Does she, like, have dirt on everybody in Hollywood? Is that what? So everyone has to be like, fuck, okay. I can't be a, a dick to her right now. You know? Like, what the... Cause she, cause she, yeah, oh my god. Yeah, way to ruin everything. Literally ruined, ruined the the beginning part of the song. Drunk fucking Cara Delevingne being like, only person to speak the, the truth. She's like, okay. Sing my fucking song, dude. Cara got on stage mid-performance. Yeah, she made it a mid-performance. You know what I mean? Let's go, dude. Yeah, that's so cringe, man. And then, dude, it got... Dude, I forgot about this. It gets even worse. Uh, 
Kara then kneeled on the floor and began to grab and lick Azealia's legs with someone sharing the video and writing, can we ban Cara Delevingne from Hollywood? I don't want to get copyright claim, but yo, like, why are you on stage, you know? Like, what are you doing? That's so awkward, man. Like, even if I was blackout drunk, I would know to be like, oh, I'm getting off of this stage. Because I'm not wanted here, right? I gotta watch what I say, dude. She's gonna like show up at one of, on all my shows now. I'm gonna be like in the middle of a joke, and she'll just be like, "This is the only guy who tells the truth." I was licking my feet and shit. Like, Get off, Kara. Get off of here. Get off of me. You're weird. Uh, so yeah, Cara Delevingne. I don't know what. I think they're going through something. They gotta. They gotta figure it out for sure. Um, holy shit, man. And I'm just like, and just like Eminem's mom, you know, can't go into, uh, can't go to Italy because of the spaghetti thing. Um, Cardellavine can't come to my shows. Okay. There's going to be a bunch of posters everywhere. Be like, if you see this girl, do not let her in. Okay. Do not let her in. But no, I get the, even though it's, you know, I, I do, it is only weird that she's, you know, doing this to black women, right? Like, that is fucking suspicious. So there's, yeah, there's another uh, article about, you know, her uh, fetishizing black women, basically. And it's, again, I'm a fucking idiot. I don't know about anything really i just uh but it it's not looking too good cara i think you uh i think you gotta figure it out i think you just gotta like chill you know just fucking sit at home maybe do that watch the the blackberry music awards from home i think that's fine uh <laughs> okay let's do a advice segment i haven't done it in a while and then we'll wrap it up uh, we could do some advice. Uh, uh, Damn, I need a jingle for my advice segment. Jingle for my advice segment. My advice segment. Jingle for my advice segment. Okay, it's been a while. Sorry. Uh, if you want to send in some advice, we're gonna get this going again. It's uh, very really good at gmail.com. And stop signing me up for shit. It's fucking annoying, and I hate whoever's doing it. Um, hey, Curtis, absolutely adore your YouTube channel and podcast. I watch and listen to them religiously. Of the Church of Kurt. Anyways, so this is like low-key dark, so sorry if I ruined the vibe. Damn it. Uh, but I suffer from a lot of anxiety surrounding death, and you seem like a pretty tuned-in guy. So I, was wondering, so I was wondering, like, what is your perspective or outlook on death, and how do you cope knowing that you'll die one day? I'm not religious, by the way. Uh, this got really serious. Sorry, but I love your stuff. Always brings you loads of joy when I get to see you or listen in. Thanks so much. P.S. Please come to Australia on tour. Okay, I'd love to. One day. Um... Yeah, fuck. Okay, so we're going to talk about death. So sorry. A little, little CW here, a little content warning. Not the not the, the, the channel, the TV network. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, like, death is weird, man. I don't like talking about it because it it's, it's never an easy thing, right? It's not like a... It's not a... It's not really something that... 
you know how to talk about because you don't experience it um, until you do, and then you can't really tell anybody about it um, unless you come back. But that that doesn't happen all the time. Um, I mean, like if you're like you know you're like drowning or something and you die, and they like zap you and you come back. I don't mean like you just fucking you're like hey I'm back guys what's up. Uh, obviously, I know that you know one day that's gonna happen, um, but I think. There was one like picture, like a a quote or something that I saw that was like, we've I've already experienced nothingness, like the the void, I guess, where there is nothing. I've already experienced that for like billions of years, right? You know what I mean? Like since the beginning of the like the universe, the Big Bang. I didn't experience any of it until like what, 28 years ago. So I'm here for a short time. And then after this, I'll just be back to experiencing nothingness again. So like, why be worried if you've already done it? Right. And yeah, it's, that brings me some comfort. Cause it's like, it's scary to think about not being here and not being able to, um, you know, experience things and see what happens. Uh, you know, when you're leaving your loved ones and stuff, or maybe you're the last one of your loved ones, but you know, I think it's, uh, if people didn't die, then like what, that none of this would mean anything, you know, we, uh, you know, we're here for a short amount of time. Uh, we just got to try to do, you know, just do the best you can while you're here. And then when you go, you hope that, you know, you leave a lasting impression. Um, we're all just trying to figure it out, man. And we're all, we're all going to die one day. But if there is an afterlife, that's chill, right? Maybe we'll all hang out and, you know. Get we're all, we'll watch Eminem get inducted to the Heaven Hall of Fame, uh, but if there isn't, that's fine, right? Because we got to do this, so uh, yeah. Hope that helps a little. Um. All right, next one. <laughs> Love your work and thank you for the segment. I always really enjoy listening to your takes, so I thought I'd send mine in. How did you go about taking the first steps with sharing your art? I have a poetry collection written. Honestly, I think it's some of my best work. And in principle, I'd really love to get it published and share it with people, but I keep second-guessing, stopping myself from starting the process of getting it out there. How did you get to the point of doing what you do publicly? Also, I love your new haircut. And for someone with a similar curl pattern to yours, I think you should try finger curling your bangs if you have not already. Okay, sick. Thank you. Um... Okay, so sharing your art. Um, yeah. Why did I do like an ad lib? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean like there is uh, there is something beautiful about making art um, just for you, right? keeping it and not sharing it. I think that's really great. I think it's therapeutic. I think you need that, right? I think you kind of need that. Um, 
to like stay sort of sane, like some sort of creative outlet that you that is just for you, right? Because I have that, you know. Um, and and it's just like it's no one's no one. It doesn't matter. It's no one's business. You're doing it for you, and whether if it's like a song or music or like a, a some v- silly video or something or, or or anything it's like you want to keep it for you um but obviously there is a desire as an artist to uh share uh with people to you know try to do what you want them to do right if you want them to feel or necessarily do make them just make the 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 consumer the audience feel something right like if they're if you Nice. Because if uh, you're trying, um, if you're trying to make someone cry with your poetry, maybe, you don't know if that's what they're going to do. Maybe they're going to laugh, right? You just want, you just want the reaction to your art. You want, that's in the, that's like in the fucking, your blood as an artist, as a, as a performer, right? You want, Especially as like a fucking comedian, you want everyone to be like, "That's funny. You did good. You did a good job, and I like you." Okay, that's like, especially as a comedian, that's what you want. Um, and it's scary, man. Especially with like your close friends and like acquaintances, like you don't know what they're gonna think. You don't know what they're gonna talk shit about you. You're like, oh wow, look at them. They're doing the fucking YouTube now or whatever. It happens, man. Like people are gonna talk shit. People are gonna judge you and judge your art. Um. But you kind of have to like not fucking care, you know? And that's really hard to do. And I struggle with that every day. Because I care so much what people think. But I think you... You owe it to yourself as an artist, you know, to to put your work out there for other people to have. Um, and... The, the positives you get, like the positive feedback and reinforcement and feeling feelings that you get from putting your art out there is way, it outweighs like the negative maybe couple of things that people say behind your back. <laughs> like it outweighs, it, outweighs, it outweighs it like crazy, right? Because also if they say behind your back, you never hear it. So it's all good, right? Like, what do I talk shit behind my back? I'm not gonna fucking hear it, right? And if I do, then then it's probably an issue. But if I don't hear it, out of sight, out of mind, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, just fucking fuck the hate. That was a long way of saying fuck the hate. The haters are your motivators, you know. Um, okay, I gotta wrap this up. It's late. I want to go home and sleep. So. Thank you for listening. I hope this was a good time for you. I hope you have a good week, and I hope you enjoy uh, the, your day. And I thank you, and I appreciate you. Thank you for listening and watching, and uh, I will see you next week. Get tickets to my tour. Come see me, please. Check out the Patreon, all that shit. All right. Appreciate you. Uh, goodbye.